listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horror Cast is brought to you by Al White, Elizabeth, Charles, and Watch for Zombies. And thanks for joining us on the 192nd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. And today is our second and final episode of the Scream series. <sighs> Sad. So you guessed it, we'll be discussing Scream 3 and Scream 4 today. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Scream 3 is available for digital rental starting at $2.99, and Scream 4 is currently up on Hulu. So check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. But before we jump into today's films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Synchronic? Yes. Synchronic. 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on October 22nd, <laughs> 23rd, <sighs> or 23rd, whatever. <laughs> Let me try this again. <laughs> Synchronic with an October 23rd release date. So probably before uh, this episode's airing. It's directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, who we previously uh, discussed when we did our episodes on The Endless and Resolution. They also directed a film called Spring. All of those movies are super awesome if you haven't seen them. It's written by Justin Benson. The IMDb summary is two New Orleans para... Why can't I talk today? Because Mercury is in retrograde, so everybody's shit's topsy-turvy. Oh, is that what it is? I love it when you tell me every time I'm having a bad day, Carly tells me it's because something's in retrograde. The planets are all fucked. Mercury and Mars. blame... My shitty vocal issues on Mercury being in retrograde. You absolutely can because it's the Thanks. planet of communication. Is that really? Yes. But I feel like it's always in retrograde. It's really not. It's like oh. once every couple of months. But every time you feel it, I tell you. And so that's oh. why it feels like it always is. <laughs> See how that works? I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm super in tune with Mercury and its <laughs> retrograde gradiness. <laughs> The IMDb summary is, two New Orleans paramedics' lives are ripped apart after they encounter a series of horrific deaths linked to a designer drug with bizarre, otherworldly effects. So, I knew that they were coming out with a new movie. Mm -hmm. I did not know it was this one. And then when I found this trailer, I got real excited when I saw their names. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Um, apparently, because we've got Anthony Mackie now, who's like huge now, obviously, yes. like in all the Marvel movies. Obviously, Jamie Dornan from the Fifty Shades movies. Um, Fifty Shades fame. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> this movie was at uh, Beyond Fest. I'm super bummed oh. that I missed it. Mm. That's drap. That was, killed me. Killed me. But I'm very excited because it's coming out in like two days. So I'll watch it from uh, my living room. <laughs> so excited. I love that they have like known actors in this one. This is so exciting for them. I know. I know. I'm, I'm so, so excited for them. This looks awesome too. I think they follow us 
on I don't want to like shout it out, but I think that they follow us on Twitter. They do, and it made me really happy when I saw that. I think it was like the best day of my life when that happened. I was like, shut the front door. <laughs> Which makes it extra exciting because it's like, well, now they're like getting to be real life, like like they were always real life director writer teams to us but i just mean like you know they're becoming widely appreciated as they should be oh because my they're God, fantastic yeah. and we love them yeah have it's, you seen spring yet i still haven't watched spring yeah you should was, watch it i was actually thinking about that today yeah um cuz as i was scrolling through twitter someone had mentioned like i don't know how i slept on spring for so long and i was like oh my god me too i need to watch it yeah you so, should watch it. It's yeah. not um, quite the same sure. as The Endless and Resolution. It's not even really quite horror, um, but it's really good. It's really I mean, good. I mean, obviously. Yeah, they're all fantastic. They, I, these I'm guys know what they're doing. I can't wait. It's, I know it's going to be great, and I'm stoked. I love how they just are doing so much original work. You That's, know, none of it yeah. really feels derivative or familiar even it's all they're very good at the otherworldly kind of feel in their movies they commit to it yeah that's what's so amazing about them is that they really are their own voice like i watch their movies and obviously going into them like now I'm, i'm familiar with them but like it's their own style and it's so original like everyone is so original and has its own flair like it's it's just so refreshing Love them. If you guys aren't familiar, go back, check out our Endless and Resolution episode after you watch those movies, too. Because there's a lot of cool things we learned about, I think, when we were watching them. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, just can't wait for this one. Super stoked. Way so to go, stoked. guys. Woo. Yes. Yes. Woo. Okay. Let's move on. Let's get into Scream. Oh, Do you yeah. know we're finishing Scream today? I No. I'm, uh, Did you know? I just want to keep doing this. <laughs> I know. Can we just do Scream episodes over and over again? Is that weird? Yes. We had some people uh, in our discussion group recommend we do the the series, the Scream series, which I don't know if you've seen it, but the, I've only seen the first season and it's actually really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. People were saying that the second season is also good and it kind of falls off in the third season. I can't really speak to that, but I can speak to liking the first season. It's a commitment for us to do a show. It is. We've only done it once, I think. For Hill House. We just did it for Hill House. There was talks and I still want to do Marianne. You do. Um, but I, I mean, I'm not like huge on horror shows unless they're like over the top creepy. I have no, to me, a slasher is a hard thing to do in a TV show. Have you watched Scream 3 at all? I mean, Scream the show. show. Sorry, I was reading. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I definitely saw Scream 3 because we're talking about it today. Um, I remember watching the Scream TV show when it first came out and like not really caring that much about it. Okay. Um, I mean, not that it's not, I, I'm sure it's good. It's just like horror, for some reason, horror TV shows and me are just not usually very good friends unless it's like over the top amazing. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other horror shows that I've watched, but I can't think of any. I mean, it's, it's slasher is just a really hard genre to do. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, for sure. 
you know, anything, anything is not going to be scary for that long unless you're switching it up. So the only thing I can think of is like Scream Queens, but that was like comedy. Scream Queens is comedy. And then we got, we got a Hill House or like the haunting of whatever series, but every Every season's a different story. Yeah, and American Horror Story. American Horror Story. Every season's a different story. Yeah, you know, it, to make it work, you gotta, you gotta do something different. You can't. I don't. I don't know how it works. I mean, maybe it works. I don't. I just can't fathom how. It's Even good. The, the first season's good. That's all I yeah. got. Okay. All right. Sorry. What it were you gonna say? Is. Even what? Oh, I was just. I don't know. I was just thinking like ghost stories lend itself a little bit more to like a tv show platform a little mm-hmm. bit better mm-hmm. i don't know how you make a slasher work because the whole thing about slashers is they have to end <laughs> well it kind of does from yeah, what i each remember season, each yeah season ends different killer each season i don't know Mm. I, I, like, I honestly don't know because I haven't seen the second season. Sure, sure. Um, and then there is that show called Slasher, which I've heard is good, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't watched it, so I can't speak to it. Right. Maybe uh, I'm missing a whole thing that I, I didn't mean, we know. we could do the Scream. Maybe we'll do, maybe we'll revisit the Scream series idea after Scream 5 comes out. Oh, that'd be fun. There you go. Yeah, let's do I'm- that. Okay, cool. Well, so we'll, when we wrap up the Scream series after Scream Five comes out, we'll 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 reconsider. Okay, well, why don't you intro Scream Three for us today, Carly? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna start this off uh, in order with Scream Three. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if we did Scream Four first? Yes. Just oh, switch it up a little bit on we're you gonna guys. Change you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Surprise. <laughs> we're gonna change you guys. I don't know. Mercury, retrograde. We're going to change you guys. We're going to change you guys. Scream four. (laughs) Whatever that means. Where am I? (laughs) Oh, today has been a day. God damn it, Mercury. Why don't you just stay where where you're supposed to be? Stop going backwards. What the fuck? Okay. Is that what it is? Is that what it means? I guess retro, right? Retrograde is that it moves backwards on its axis and then comes forward. So like it could be in certain planets and then it goes backwards and then it goes forwards again. That shysty bitch. Planets are wild, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a hippie. I love it. The horror hippie. The horror hippie. It's my own genre. Horror hippie. I'll take Such it. Such a stereotype of the pretentious horror hippie. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> with your moon juice and your yep. botanical gin and your horror movies and your mercuries and retrogrades. Yep. It's all me, oh. guys. Oh, my God. Sorry. One of a kind. Were we going <laughs> to... You were going to intro Scream 3. I think that's where we, we left off. It was. Um... Do Did over. not get there. <laughs> okay, so we are going to start with Scream 3 from uh, 2000, directed by Wes Craven, written by Aaron Kruger, who also did The Ring and Skeleton Key. The IMDb summary is, while Sydney and her friends visit the Hollywood set of Stab 3, the third film based on the Woodsboro murders, another ghost face killer rises to terrorize them. I had to. <laughs> couldn't help yourself i really couldn't (laughs) i had to do it 
So every time I watch one of the Scream sequels, I go into it thinking, I haven't seen this one. And then I watch it. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, I know what happens. So I must have seen it. But I also don't remember what happens. That's kind of how I was, especially with this one. I did not remember who the killer was. I was pretty sure I knew who the killer was. But not because I was like paying attention to the story because I'm terrible at doing that Mm -hmm. with mysteries. I'm always terrible at figuring out the mystery. (laughs) I was, yeah, I I kind of, so I was like, oh, I think it's, it's that guy. It was Roman, but then he was like dead. But then I was like, he's not really dead. Like he totally doesn't look really dead. And then I was like, I think it's him. But then I was like, I don't know. McDreamy's pretty being pretty sketchy. And right. then I like wasn't sure if I remembered correctly. If they try to point you in the wrong direction. They then you're do. like, it's too okay. If it's too obvious, it's not them, mm-hmm. right? It can't be the super obvious one. But yeah. it can't be the people you completely unexpect either. There has to be someone in the middle. That could go either way. And those are the people that are really your prime suspects. Right. Right. But but you never know the motive, right? The motive is always going to be something you could not possibly figure out. Yeah. It was a weird one This because I kept on being like, I know this. I've seen this. Right. But right. Like, I don't remember how we, we get where we're going. Like, I didn't remember all of the stuff with Sydney's mom. Yeah, there's like weird dream sequences with Sydney's mom. Yeah, and I was like, is this real? What's happening? Where are no, we? So we start off and Sydney, well, first of all, Cotton gets it. Cotton and his girlfriend. Yeah. Peace out. Bye. Bye. No big loss there. That's no. cool. Cotton has a TV show called 100% Cotton. Of course he does. Like, it's like the second you hear that, you just roll your eyes into the back of your head because of course he does. Yeah. did you know that the actor that plays cotton weary like insisted on taking his jacket off why so he could show up like off his his buffness yeah because apparently he'd been working hard on his physique and he wanted to make sure it was on the film aww Liev Schreiber look at you he's like legit like harnessing his cotton weariness he was he was channeling it yeah. Although I will say if I was in movies and I like felt super hot and jacked, of course I'd want, uh, yeah, sh- fucking get that shit on screen. Right. That is not lasting forever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then one day you can point at it and be like, dude, look at me. <laughs> look at how I looked. <laughs> it's his, <laughs> it's his creative choice. He's got to get it. I know you don't, I know you don't want shit, watch Shit's Creek, but there's like this whole episode about how like, Moira's upset because none of her naked pictures are on the internet (laughs) that she took when she was younger. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's amazing. And she's like, take as many pictures of yourself naked now. Like, take them. (laughs) You're never going to look better than you do now. And then you're going to be able to look back on it. Such good advice. I'm just saying. Like, don't show them. You don't have to show them to anybody, you know? But, like, you're never going to look any better than you do now. Take those naked pictures, people. Dude. Or gravity hit you. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> so what were we talking about? Oh, Scream 3. Yeah. Not naked pictures. Nope. So they get it. And then we find out Sydney is living in the middle of nowhere with her cute freaking pups. Cherokee. So cute. So cute. 
What happens to this dog when she leaves? Oh, uh, we like, I don't know. We don't puppy? we don't see the pup in in Scream 4 and I'm assuming that the pup is in like a kennel because she's obviously on tour. Sure. And she doesn't live in Woodsboro. Or maybe like dad's watching pup. Cuz dad's still alive. Oh, that's true. Yeah, dad is still alive. I like to think dad's watching the pup. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um I Oh, we also have to mention that Serena's mom is Cotton Weary's girlfriend and I knew Serena I from Gossip her. Girl. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I was like, who are you? But then I like didn't want to get my phone because then I get lost sometimes. So I uh I'm yeah. glad you mentioned it. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Also, we have a ba- Jay and Silent Bob. We do uh, cameo we for do some have reason. A little Jane Silent. <laughs> so out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Why this is that there? movie it cracks me up. And it's so funny because I haven't watched this movie in ages. I feel like I have a new appreciation for it after living in L.A. Because I really enjoyed it. I recognize everywhere that they go. Like, oh, yeah. The place that, um, that Dewey and Gail have lunch. Yeah. That's right around the corner from my work. I walk by that like every day that I go get coffee. Well, not anymore because we're in a pandemic, but like. Right. <laughs> you used to. Yeah. They have great you soup. Used to. It has like, I don't know. It has a great feel to it. Parker Posey is amazing. Oh so I love any movie with Parker Posey. So. Went to our alma mater, by the way. She is fantastic. Who doesn't love Parker Posey, I don't want to know who doesn't love Parker Posey. If you don't love Parker Posey, you're probably a terrorist. 100%. Yeah. Because she is a gem. She is. A treasure to behold. She is, like, so entertaining and so funny. Every time you see her name in a movie, you, like, know that you're going to be entertained. At least by one person in the movie. Even just saying her name elicits joy. It's true. And it's... Like, try saying... Like, everyone right now, try saying Parker Posey and not smiling while you say it. You can't do it. It's a fantastic name. It just is. just love her. Anyway. And when she's Gail, when she and and Courtney Cox are like walking next to each other, it is like the funniest thing. It's great. It's all great. It's so good. I, I really enjoy this movie. Like it's not it's the fun. scariest of the series, but it's enjoyable. It's just fun. We have a lot of really great nods. Emily Mortimer yeah. in like <laughs> a weird role for her considering all the other movies that she's in yes <laughs> very strange role for her um but really funny i don't know i thought i thought her role was is she funny. the one that's emily is she emily she's the one that is playing sydney in the movie right is emily from i well i know her from emily uh, from friends oh 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 ross oh. is emily oh my gosh is she yes Wild. <laughs> Wait, did I just make that up? No, no you I'm probably sure are right. Is. I'm not a okay. huge Friends. Like, I've watched Friends, <gasps> but I'm not, like, a huge Friends head. A Friends head. I don't know. I don't what think you that's what we're called. <laughs> she was also in, like, Lars and the Real Girl. Um, I think she was the voice in Corpse Bride, but I could be mistaken. Um... I don't think I'm right that there. Maybe I'm wrong. I love Emily Mortimer though. She's great. Um 
But anyway. I mean, maybe it's not the same person. I Hang on. Now I have to look it up because <laughs> now I'm I'm putting words in places they don't belong, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Mercury really is in retrograde. <laughs> what is going on? Told ya. Why did I think? I don't think. Maybe it's not the same person. Oh, maybe it's. it might not. It's not the same person. They look so much alike. That's so funny. Why do, why do actors and actresses look so much the same? Because Hollywood has a type. Dude, it's weird, though. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Yeah. How do I know this chick from? Oh, she's in Mary Poppins. She was in okay. Mary Poppins Returns. This is um, riveting podcasting. Sorry, guys. Not the <laughs> not Emily from Friends. I think she was in Shutter Island. I could oh, be okay. completely high, but I she think- just got one of those faces. Yeah, and she was also. I don't know if you watched Newsroom, but she was on Newsroom. No, I never watched that. It's a great show. You should check it out. Um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we digress. We digress. This is. I had a lot of fun watching it, though. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, a lot of people in it. It's very nostalgic to go back to the year 2000 and watch this movie it's true carrie fisher man happy birthday it's her birthday today her scene was great oh my gosh she was so great apparently she like rewrote a lot of her lines of course she did because she's a fucking master it's true what do you say no when you say no to (laughs) that (laughs) sorry princess it's true. You do what you want, Carrie Fisher. I will say what's really funny is <laughs> Tony walked in in the middle of me watching this and he's like, what are you watching, Scooby-Doo? <laughs> <laughs> this movie totally has that vibe. And it's, but it's, he's not wrong, no, though. No, he's not. Like, especially with the cost, like the over-the-top costumes. Oh, my and God. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. I was like, no, but yeah, I can see how you got there. Totally. It's like, aren't like all these people in Scooby-Doo? I'm like, actually, none of them were, but also I understand why you think that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of what I thought because um, this movie has a feel, a, like a very Scooby-Doo feel until the yeah. point where Sydney comes in. Right. right. Like everything's yep. kind of super goofy until Sydney leaves the police station and goes to the thing. That uh fight between mm-hmm. her and Roman is like yeah. so awesome. Like I was watching that whole I was like, fuck yeah, this fight choreography is so good. I was so entertained. Yeah, totally. It's really good. Um so I think this movie was kind of dialed down in terms of gore and things of that nature because of Columbine. Oh. I also think it was delayed in coming out because of Columbine. Okay. So I think if it seems like a goofier version of all the Scream movies, that's probably why. Um, let's see. When did Columbine happen? Was it 99? Oh, yeah. 99. So, yeah, I think it was supposed to come out around the time and they kind of delayed and did some rewrites um, just to kind of lighten it up a bit, which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, for the time, especially, um, that's, that was some crazy times. That was some not crazy Not that times. it's not happening now, but I just remember, you know, being in high school and that happened and being scared shitless. Oh, my God. It was, it was completely wild. So terrifying. 
Um, so, yeah. So that's why I think it's a little goofier than the other films are. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is goofier. Oh, it And totally less is. gory than, like, all the other movies. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Because the other ones are kind of brutal. Yeah. Yeah, they have brutal moments. This one doesn't have as many brutal moments. No. It just has that really sick fight scene. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's true. Um, yeah, I'm into it. I don't know. How do we feel about this surprise brother murder- murderer thing? And we only have one killer in this movie. It's the because, only film that features one killer. Yeah, because it's it's the trilogy. They yeah. got to mix it up. All the rules are, are out the window. There you go. Um, I was kind of fine with it. Yeah, especially, I am too. You know, like, especially if mom was assaulted and this, like, I'm assuming was, like, the product of that. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, that in itself is kind of brutal. That's kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I'm totally okay with it. And well, I like that, like. It's nice to get this backstory on her mom. Yeah, because. Everything begun began with her mom, and we know yeah. nothing about her. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to figure out where she came from and why she, you know, did the things that she did. Yeah. I think originally uh, this film was supposed to be Stu is in prison. He survived the attack in the first film, and he's in prison, and he is sort of being a puppeteer of these murders happening while in prison. And they I think that that was Kevin Williamson's idea. Mm-hmm. And then it was discarded because of Columbine or whatever. And um and they came up with this other story instead. Um but I think I think this works really well. I don't first of all, the way Stu died. We talked about it last last week. Yeah. The way Stu died, there's really no way. His face was smushed. His face was smushed by and electrocuted. the biggest the biggest old school TV yeah. of all time. That was uh, that had a lot of tubes, a lot of glass. That was definitely a tube TV. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was huge and heavy. Oh, whenever I pick up like a TV now, I'm I'm always surprised by how light they are. I know. They used to they be don't have so that back heavy. heavy portion no you remember how hard it was to hold a tv because of how heavy it was on one side you always needed two people always super required it's true now every time i pick up like a smaller tv i'm like wow this is so funny technology's really come a long way (laughs) (laughs) so old how did this happen (laughs) yeah i can't handle it but it, it really is interesting, though, because, like, think about movies like Halloween and Prom Night. Surprise, you have a brother and he's a killer. <laughs> so it's kind of fun that this kind of goes along with all that. It's true. So. Yeah. I was very entertained by this. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I really wasn't expecting to because of how, like, down you kind of seemed on it last week. It's just um, not the best one. It's really not the best but one. It's but it's still entertaining. It's still fun to watch. Oh, it's, it's super really fun. It's really fun to watch these. I've had a blast rewatching these. Me too. And I'm like, why don't I do this often? Because they're so I feel good. Like, 
it's true. I mean, we we rewatched it maybe because it's a shorter series, but like we rewatched Friday the 13th, we rewatched A Nightmare on Elm Street, and those felt a little bit more like chores at at yeah. parts. Yeah, 100%. Not that they're not good, but some of them really aren't good. No. Guys. <laughs> some of the movies are really like why? As much as like they're enjoyable to watch, it's also like having to watch all of them feels like you have to watch all of them. Mm-hmm. Like watching these is like, oh, I get to watch them. Yeah, like it's this one enjoyable. I feel like I'd be watching and be like, I'm just going to throw in the next one. Yeah. I'm going to keep this party going. Yeah, I could binge. Oh, yeah. I felt like I wanted to binge. Like, ooh, what's going to happen next? Totally. So I'm excited for five, although I am a little sad because obviously it's going to be the only Scream film not directed by Wes Craven. Oh, my gosh. Did you see that thing, that uh, like interview that I think it was Meg that she like tweeted it today? Oh, and it was, I don't think so. It was Nev uh, Campbell talking about um, her last like hangouts with Wes Craven and mm-hmm. how like she was like. I, she they went to a concert of um oh my gosh what's his name i'm blanking on his name uh, i can see him but i can't elvis costello oh, okay um and she was like and i'm you know i really am happy she's like i knew at the time that he had cancer and i got to really like sit down with him and his wife and just thank him for everything and like the opportunity and i was mm. like crying <laughs> watching it is literally like a one minute episode or a one minute like little clip of her talking about it but it was just like so sweet yeah yeah i mean they worked on all these movies together of course they had a relationship you know know, i love it they this whole like group must have been i mean obviously they got close i i always oh wait this is the next step never mind We want to wait till the next next movie talking. It's interesting to yeah because it's. I was just gonna say like it's interesting like the dynamic um, between like each of the characters. But yeah, I'll bring that up next in the next segment, if you will. Cool. We should also mention we have Lance Henriksen Mm, in this film, which is lovely to see his shining face, even though his character is totally awful. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's a good man it's a good one i do like i said i like the backstory i love the whole scene with sydney coming on set like i think that whole thing is pretty fucking brilliant the way it's done how she walks into woodsboro and it's like it gives you chills because you're like how how must that feel and like her gosh you feel it for sure it's like and it's such a like silly movie but like this whole scene feels like really like heavy yeah it's a good moment for the movie for sure and like the flashback when she looks at her room yes and then we get to see the murder scene Yes. Which we've never seen before. No, mom's murder scene. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my God, I can't even imagine. And even Dewey's she like, you that. weren't supposed like, like to you see think that. You f- right. Because you hear like, oh, she found her mom dead. You don't think she found her mom dead in that scene. Mm-mm. Like, that's not the scene I'm thinking. No. At all. No. No. Man. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> Yikes. Damn you, Scott Foley. Yeah. What? And your brother murdery things. I do like it. I feel like it also tied in nicely with um him being the reason, like him being like the motivator behind. 
it's, do. It and, makes the most sense of literally any of these movies. Right? <laughs> because it's like, oh, he's obvi- he's like literally from Hollywood, like obsessed with all of these things. It makes sense that he would feed that into Stu and feed that yes. into Billy. Yes. It like it it was like, oh, of course. Of course that's what happened. That's yes. not like it I don't it made so it much really sense. It really is a great explanation. Yeah. I think it yeah. Uh, honestly, it's the it's the best motivation of any of the movies that we get by far. Agreed. Totally. All right. Yeah, I read like a weird thing and I don't know if it was I think it was supposed to be the third movie where Kevin one of Kevin Williamson's ideas was to have like the whole town was in on it and like <laughs> which like I don't even know how you do that. I don't either. That sounds wacky. But it, like there's also some trivia that says that Kevin Williamson used a lot of his discarded ideas to make The Following, his TV show The Following. Did you ever watch that? I loved The Following. I loved it too. That or so show it, was so So I mean great. that kind of makes sense. Front to back that show was fantastic. That show was fantastic. Kevin Bacon, am I right? Holy I shit. Mean, yes. Come on now. So you guys good. watch the following? Go watch the following. Go watch That's the following. One. It's a wonderful That's series. So good. Can I talk All about right. something um, a little superficial? No. <laughs> it's my podcast, not yours. So when I first saw this movie, I remember having a huge issue with Courtney Cox's bangs. What? I didn't mind it this time around. I actually really liked them. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I was like, what was I thinking? Those are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, things come in and out of pa- uh, fashion. I almost she, said passion. She definitely has, like, the wildest um, makeovers in all of these movies. Like, she 100. Has, like, she's but she like, has to. Oh, she, I that's love like it. her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that Nev is wearing a wig in this movie? I noticed that something was off, but I didn't. Yeah. Because her hair looked a lot darker. Mm. Um and but I didn't. But I you wasn't approve like, of the actual wig work because you're a wig expert. I I am. I noticed there was a difference, right. but it wasn't enough to drive me to distract me, if if you will. Got it. If you're new to listening to our <laughs> podcast, you might not know Carly is the final girl's wig wig expert. Um, so I'm supp- I'm I'm happy to hear that. Nev's uh, wig passed the test for you. I get very distracted sometimes because it's really like you see it a lot in the hairline and like her hair was a very blunt cut. Yes. That kind of, you know, what, but it wasn't distracting. It didn't take anything away. Sure. So sure. I never notice these things. Like, <laughs> unless it's a really, really bad wig, I never, I'm not. Oh my God. Twi- the sensitive. second Twilight movie kills Dude. me. Just the second one? Well, they all like that one, but it's such a ju- like it's such a huge jump from the first sure. one to the second one because they're like, all we right. got budget, put it in those wigs, and I'm like, whoa, you got to calm down, That's calm down much. with the wigs, guys. <laughs> it's too calm much. the fuck down. You guys can also listen to our yes. Twilight podcast, Face Punch, Face Sunday, Punch Brunch. Sunday Brunch. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Oh, so good. Does anyone did anyone actually listen to that? I don't, I don't know. know. Remember when we did that? That oh. was fun. That was I was so sad when it was over. It went by so fast. The, it went by way too fast. I was like, how is this already how are we on the last movie? 
We just started. Because we recorded and watched them at the same time. That's true. There's literally only like, what, four movies? I ate my French toast and watched Twilight. It was magic. There you go. There you go. I drank a lot of champagne that month. You did, because I remember you'd be like, it's gone. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's gone. all gone now. It's just gone now. Okay, let's move on. Are you, is that enough with Scream 3? Yes, yes. Okay. Moving on to Scream 4 from 2011, directed by Wes Craven, written by Kevin Williamson. Back to Kevin Williamson for this one. The IMDb summary is 10 years have passed and Sydney Prescott, who has put herself back together, thanks in part to her writing, is visited by the ghost face killer. Yes. See, <laughs> you have to. You have to. So, I... I I don't know if I've seen this before or not. It's like, I so don't good. I know what it is about these movies where I feel <laughs> like I haven't seen them. And then when I'm watching them, I'm like, but have I seen it? Because they're all the same, but a little different. Yeah, I think the only thing throwing me off, there was a couple scenes that I feel like I did see. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I saw the whole thing as a whole. So maybe like I just like passed by it or someone had it on the background or something. I definitely remember the Courtney Cox in the barn thing. Yeah. And I definitely remember, like, some of the Kirby scenes. I don't know why she, like, her scenes, like, stick with me a little more. I love Kirby. She's wonderful. What a great character. She's fantastic. I was so sad when she died, and I was so sad that it was by a Culkin. I kind of... (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert, Carly. (laughs) I warned you. I read the disclaimer. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Oh, and we have little Adam Brody in this movie. Just pinch his stupid cheeks. (laughs) Pinch his stupid fucking cheeks. God damn it. He's so cute. He's so cute. I can't take it. (laughs) I definitely also saw that scene with them in the cop car and the, the I'll be right back portion. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, you don't say that. (laughs) <laughs> um we also have allison brie we have a lot of people yes, Allison Bree, paquin lucy hale dude that whole like cold opening thing what the fuck i like, loved it i love it too but what the fuck i love it because it's true because it's like yeah. every every movie opens the same and so now we're gonna get i love when when gail's like it's very meta. And Dewey's like, what? And he's like, I don't know. That's what the kids are saying. <laughs> it's so me. <laughs> can relate. Hashtag can relate, guys. Ooh, um, actually, but- I did forget to bring something up, but it also mm-hmm. kind of pertains to this one. Hmm. Everything that you complained about that Sydney didn't do in the second one, she does in the third one. Oh, yeah. She has her pepper spray. Super stoked. Super stoked about the pepper spray and the gun. Yes. I literally saw when I I was like, oh, my God, Amy's going to be so happy. I was. I was. I was like, fucking thank God. And she brings two guns to the party. Yes, girl. With her guns and her pepper spray. And she uses them. Yep. And she had a a fucking bulletproof vest. Yes. She was on it. She is. And she was a ninja. All of the above. Props. Props to Sydney. And she's a ninja in this one. She kicks people. Well, yeah, I mean. Goes face down the stairs and she tumbles, flips him over. Dude, once a ninja, always a ninja. You don't lose those ninja skills. (laughs) You don't lose those skills. 
<laughs> I love her. I just I found myself watching this movie, watching both, watching all the movies really, and just being like, yes, she's such a badass. <laughs> like, yes, so excited. She is. She is. I definitely forgot. I don't think I knew who the killer was. Um from seeing it but i definitely thought about emma roberts being the killer i knew it was emma roberts but i couldn't remember who the second killer was i really did kind of think it was trevor at first until they have the scene in the bedroom and then i was like they're in private like why would they be doing that so i kind of they're like hinting way too heavy at trevor and it's never who you think it is that's when i was like okay it's not him like, they were hinting super heavy at Trevor and Kirby. So, like, that's how I knew it wasn't Trevor or Kirby. Because they're the ones just, you're trying to make you think it Kirby. is. I even had a moment when I thought Dewey might be the killer. And then I was like, but how do you make that work? Yeah. I wouldn't believe that for anything. No. Especially I'm because Gail gets stabbed. But the lady cop, I definitely had a lady cop moment where I'm like, mm, maybe the lady cop's the killer. When she was in in the hallway, I was like, holy cow, Marley Shelton being creepy AF. Yes. I love it. She's back in the fifth one, I think. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. I love your <sighs> lemon squares taste like ass. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Aww. They really don't. Lemon square tastes like ass. I don't know. You really have to fuck up your recipe. It's like, like little rays of sunshine. They in really your mouth. are. <laughs> Love myself some lemon squares. Oh my god, so good. Um, so I I like this one, but I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Okay, is it because everyone's like, oh, four is great? I think I just didn't really like any of the teenagers except for Kirby. I don't think, I think you're supposed to. I know, but, like, there's such a focus on them that, like, I, I was kind of hoping to maybe like them a little more than I did. I don't know. Okay. Just think about how, how, like, into the teen characters we are in the original Scream comparison to this. But I think that's the thing, is that we're not supposed to really like them. We're still so just supposed to really like the adults. <laughs> I guess. But, like, it's so teen-heavy. It is. It is. Yeah. I'm happy that none of them really make it, except for Kirby. Yeah. I wish she would have made it. I feel like I knew Emma Roberts was being a lying sh- shithead when she, like, had that whole speech with Sydney. Like, I wonder if I'll be strong enough to, to take care of someone the way you took care of me. Yeah. You know, that whole thing felt really fake. And, uh, which and then you're like, oh, it's supposed, supposed to. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hmm. She's laying it on pretty thick right now. Like, who talks like that? Nobody. <laughs> right. Nobody. Right. Um, so, good writing there. Yeah. I thought I thought it was really interesting. This is kind of where I bring up the dynamic between all of the people. Because I feel like when Gail sees, or when Sydney sees Gail in the third one, there's like an excited hug moment. Whereas yeah. like, it's very awkward the hug that happens in between or in the fourth one. And then right after she sees Dewey and she like lights up and gets really excited and like runs over to him. Um, so I'm just like, what happened there? Like I really, I found myself being like, what's that story? That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I, I don't know. I like the whole like 
Gail kind of followed Dewey back to their hometown, and now she's just super bored and super stuck, and, like, they're not super happy. And, like, I don't there were so many layers of, like, yeah. things that were going on, and I just found myself super interested in what was going on. And the backstory, like, less yeah, I mean, about I the like, murder, I like I it, but it, <laughs> it felt more like I liked it because it's like, ooh, I get to see my favorite characters again. Yeah. You know, with my, with Sydney and Dewey and, of course, Gail. But, like, I don't know. I, I definitely like get what you're saying. that was the most exciting part. I think the kills were, like, back to being amped up, which is, like, fun. Mm-hmm. You know, there was some good scenes there. Um, I liked the whole, like, killer is filming us, the killer's filming their kills kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know if if I'm on board with the Emma Roberts killing reason. It seems too stupid. Her just wanting attention. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Why is that? You know, it's like, oh, we got a female killer. Finally. I mean, we had one before, kind of, but with two, but not really. I mean, she didn't. I don't really even think she actually did most of the murdering there. (laughs) Debbie saw Um, paying. What's his face? Yeah. I mean, I think. I don't know. It just seems so superficial when all the other murderers had like some kind of like legit method to their madness like i feel like hers is just i want to be famous i'm gonna kill my mom to be famous like it just doesn't like i don't know i think it may work for me i think it it totally works for me and and i I, i'll tell you why is because i feel like when this came out i mean obviously we we have a huge issue with social media even now but like this is kind of at the point where that was becoming a much bigger thing and like i don't know like i feel i feel like even now it's kind of like more relevant that she's willing to kill all of her friends just so she can have fame and media attention and like she grew up in the shadow of Sydney and Sydney's family and their whole drama it wasn't like good drama but like she grew up seeing all of this attention pointed at Sydney and she was just really sad and lonely and wanted that for herself. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know if that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. Not for like what, I mean, I get what you're saying and I totally can understand the whole like social media, if you're not famous on social media, what's the point? <laughs> I, I'm sure that a lot of teenagers feel that way. That's what I'm saying. It makes sense, more sense now. But I feel like the, sure. the moment that clicks then is when she's getting wheeled out and, like, all the reporters are taking pictures of her and just, like, the satisfaction that she well, feels. I, mean, I, I, I feel that. I understand that. I just don't really think that's motivation enough to kill your own mother with a knife. Like, I just don't – I don't feel her craziness. Yeah. Like, I don't feel that she's that person. Gotcha. I don't feel – See, I don't feel like we ever really get to know her. I, I don't she's think... Always, she always is seems like she is pretending to be someone else. Yeah. I mean, I just... Oh, my God. My cat is fucking flipping out right now. <laughs> She's just, like, running all over the place. If you hear, like, weird noises in <laughs> Little the Little pitter-patters. She is, like, zooming around. Oh, I um, love it. 
So no, I, I but I get what you're saying too. For it just sure. doesn't. It, I don't know. I, I don't know if she is over the top enough for me mm-hmm. to really feel that that's a thing. I don't know. I think the scene where she's beating the shit out of herself is like what seals the deal for me. I'm like, she's crazy enough to fucking do, like, throw herself into glass. It's and a total like, fight club moment. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, this is a crazy bitch. <laughs> like, Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know she's if it's lost the choice it. of Emma Roberts or what. I, I don't know if it's an acting thing mm-hmm. or if it's, like, a legit writing thing. I don't know. It sure. could be a mixture of the two. That makes sense. I think. Because, like, Matthew Lillard Think about, like, Matthew Lillard and, like, how, like, insane he is. And you're really, like, he like, could have gone I mean, either way. Like, I, yeah, but, like, he, and and granted, Emma Roberts' character can't be like that, but that elicits fear, at least in me, that this person's totally fucking nuts. And I feel it. Like, at the end of Scream, I feel his crazy. And I'm scared of him. But I didn't. I do not feel her crazy. I don't feel. I I throw yourself into a glass table all you want. I don't feel like you're crazy. I don't. I don't see her as being Matthew Lillard crazy. I see her being more as like, like just a psychotic sociopath. Scary. Like I don't find her terrifying. I don't find her scary. I feel like to. I mean, I personally don't. I don't think she's like menacing, but I think that was the point. You're not supposed to suspect her. Well, I understand that, but I mean, at the end, when it's revealed, I can be maybe afraid of her. No, I mean, she's just this little thing. I. Uh, what is going on in there? What are you doing? She's wild. What did she just do? She just knocked something over. That's so Or there's funny. a ghost. There might be a killer in my bedroom. It's a ghost face killer. my cat. I- <laughs> Watch out. Haley, what are you doing? But I totally understand that. Sorry. I don't think um, I ever really read into her that much. I think when I saw this movie, I had my judgy eyes on and I was like, how is this going to be good? And then I just like sat back and had fun with it. And I, like you said, had enjoyed seeing our favorite people up on screen and i really didn't give a shit about the teenagers um and so i my focus was more on everybody else i mean i guess i can say that i don't really think any of the other killers in most of the other movies are very scary either yeah i didn't think debbie salt was scary no i guess i didn't think really any of them were very scary I'm trying to think if maybe in the second one, what's-his-face. I didn't even really think Mickey was scary. He dies in like two seconds. Yeah. One thing that I will say that I love about the Scream movies that I feel like I used to find questionable is in a lot of our slasher movies, we have very large, menacing, slow-moving dudes and yeah. in Scream, this guy is a maniac. He's yeah, it's like always like <laughs> running all over the place, sliding into things. Yeah. Like he's he's a wreck. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> or girl. We or don't girl. know. You don't yeah. know. Woman, man, doesn't matter. 
He's getting he a mask knocked on. out. He's th- flying down the stairs. And backwards. she's those, like four inch heel boots. Yes, she is. I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, I I don't want it to sound like I don't think a woman could be a killer in a scream movie effectively. I just don't think Emma Roberts can be a killer in the scream movie effectively. I can see that, but I also think that is why she was cast because she's sure. supposed to play the victim. Like that was yeah. her. I mean, I get it. I'm just yeah. saying it doesn't work for me. Like I get I what they're going for. Sure, I just didn't. I, I would have rather Kirby, it. like a girl like Kirby, be the killer. No, I like her too much. I don't want I her know to be I a killer. I love Kirby too, but like she's a badass and I could be terrified of but her. But that's why, I mean, that's why she can't be the killer. But I know, but like she That'd could be like switch Tatum it. being the I killer. I feel like she could switch it, like acting wise. I yeah. feel like she could play it both ways. I mean, that's because Hayden Penetier is awesome. Dude. Maybe it is an Emma Roberts problem, but I love Emma Roberts. I don't want it to be an Emma Roberts problem, but maybe it's an Emma Roberts problem. It might be an Emma Roberts problem. Yeah. I also love her. I think she's hilarious. Um, but I also think that she's hilarious for certain things. Yeah. I just think if she went a little bit crazier, crazy eyed at the yeah. end, you know what I mean? Like, could have been like, effective. If she had those crazy eyes. Yeah, because she has those big eyes. doe eyes. She could have done make, it, right? Just make it crazy at the end. Just like, just like do something. Have super. She didn't have the super intense look in her eyes. Like that Debbie makes me Salt believe had it. crazy eyes. I just need to believe. I just didn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel. It, it didn't feel intense to me. Like I didn't feel her passion oh for God. murder. <laughs> I'm just thinking of there's like that How I Met Your Mother episode with the girl who has crazy eyes, and everybody Dude. sees it except for like whoever is in love with her at that moment. <laughs> And they're like, she has crazy eyes. And then, like, he can't unsee that she has crazy eyes. Dude, maybe saying crazy eyes isn't PC, but I'm just saying, like, there needs to be something, like, intensity behind the eyes. Maybe intensity is a better word. But no, you can have, as an actor, I feel like you can have crazy eyes. It just is a thing that, like... It it's it shows that switch, right? It shows that you've lost it and that you're, like literally on the verge of murdering all these people because that's what you just did i don't think and it has I, anything to do i with just didn't PC. see it did you see it no did you feel the switch because i just didn't feel the switch she that's definitely used her voice for the switch but i didn't yeah. see it so i get what yes. you're saying i need it to be more visual yeah we need a yeah. visual crazy switch okay i think that's i think i'm putting my finger down on that that's the reason <laughs> we figured that's it out the one I'm going to go because I don't want I don't think it's gender. I really don't. No. I don't think it's size. I don't think it's because, again, I didn't have a problem with Debbie Salt. No. And it's because she had that crazy Dude, look in her she's eyes. She's got those eyes. Yeah. And you need to have the look. like think about Ski Ulrich and the look in his oh eyes when he falls down the stairs and gets up and tastes the blood on his shirt. Oh, like, he's look got at the creepiest eyes. fucking eyes. You're like, like those eyes. You it's feel a switch. it, right? Yeah. It's, you feel and the it's switch. The it's, it's necessary mm-hmm. to legit pull it off. And the body language. Dude, yes, he there's like, just something that yeah. she's not doing that's not making me feel it. I get you. I'm not feeling it. I don't want to blame her because I love Emma Roberts. I really do. Fucking back, I, all the way back to her Nickelodeon days. Like, let's do it. She's love fantastic. And she's so funny in Scream Queens. Dude, I think she's amazing in the witchy American Horror Stories. Oh, yeah. 
I she's love like her, the jerk witch. But I just, I'm not sure that that, like, sh- those crazy eyes are gone. Need she crazy needs them. Eyes. You need that switch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can stop saying that now. <laughs> I will think it's funny when the other nerdy kid is getting killed and he's like, I'm gay, if that helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the guy looks at him and, like, tilts his head. If that helps. Are, are you gay? No, you're No? Not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Stab. I, I did think it's weird, like... How does Dewey know Kirby's address? Because he is the sheriff and they know so each other. So he knows everybody's address? No, but he knows like, Kirby. He knows the street name, number. Like he knows her. Ad- who might, whose address do you know? Uh, other than your own. Nobody, but I also, everything's okay. in my cell phone. Right. But, but- he is... <laughs> He is the sheriff, and obviously, we learn in the beginning, Kirby has a little bit of a speeding problem because she is flying down the thing. He knows her car. So all of this information leads me to believe that Kirby's been pulled over a couple times. Sure. What do you get when you get pulled over? I'm just saying, Carly, like, really? He's like, Sydney's like, hey, I'm at Kirby's house. And he's like, oh, yeah, 12 Maple, everyone there. Like, (laughs) You didn't have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Her, her house address. I find that very town. creepy. It's a I small don't care town. how small your town is. I don't know anyone's address. I barely know my own address. What if he was like, just go to Kirby's house and everybody was like, okay, that would have never been a problem because everybody just kind of knows. <laughs> Kirby's got a lot of admirers. <laughs> it's because she's amazing. She is with her horror knowledge and her haircut. Oh, my God. She pulls that off like crazy. Love her. Same. Yes. Um, (laughs) I I wrote, green shirt dork is definitely not the killer. Jury's out on the Culkin kid. So that's... (laughs) (laughs) That's Early on in the movie. (laughs) Jury's back in. He's obviously a murderer. So I called that. Pretty early on. I also had a note. Are there three killers? That would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Switch up three killers. Because I thought maybe Trevor was a third killer. Yeah. Nope. He gets shot right in the head. No, he's not. He's nothing. He ain't nothing. He ain't nothing. I also thought it was funny when uh, Sydney and uh, Emma Roberts are in the upstairs in Kirby's house being chased by Ghostface. And, and Emma's like, oh, should we jump out the window? And Sydney looks out the window and goes, no, we can't. It's two stories. But Sydney jumps out of two story windows multiple times in the series. It's true. But she also doesn't have a choice in those moments. I know, but I just think it's funny that. <laughs> Plus, she was probably like... That that was planned. Like, that was like... I think that was a joke. Oh, yeah. Oh. Because she literally jumps out in the first movie. She jumps out of that little tiny window onto the boat, and she's fine. And then in in the third movie, she jumps out of the window uh, of the... uh, Oh, of the fake house and falls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I thought that was a joke. I'm just going to go with that was a joke. I mean, it also makes sense, though, that she wouldn't have her, like, teenage niece or whatever she is. Cousin? Yeah. yeah. Niece. Jump out of a window. Cousin. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, Jill's makeup in the hospital is awful. Emma Roberts' character. 
Oh, when she's like pretending. Well, I mean, she's really hurt because yeah. she hurt herself. Yeah. But like the makeup of her is awful. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's really bad. It looks superficial. It looks not it real. It looks like makeup. It looks yeah, like she's it wearing looks makeup. Not real. I don't know how you can make cuts look so bad in 2011 on film. I don't know how you do that. Well, like, mission accomplished. On a horror movie, nonetheless. And all the other like art, uh, art special effects and, and everything else looks good. It's true. But for some reason, that one, weird. It looked re- really messy. Like they let someone's sister do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, someone's 15-year-old sister, aspiring makeup artist, do it. First time. <sighs> Was not impressed by that. Otherwise, <laughs> I liked it. Otherwise, I, I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite, though. Well, obviously. The first one's the no. best one. I don't know. I, if we had to put these in order, I honestly don't know where it would fall. For me, it would fall in order of, of release, I think. Really? I like the... I don't... Uh, yeah. I think I like the first one the best, then the second, then the third, then the fourth. Huh. Really? I find that very interesting. So you really switched up on the third one. I thought everyone liked this one. I like this one. I don't think that right. it's bad. It's not, but it's not as good. I just haven't watched the third one in a while, and I really think that, like, I don't know. I, like, like it more than I, I liked it when I first saw it. The second movie really does have some brutal scenes. I feel I like, like the second one a lot. Yeah. It is pretty good. And I miss Randy. I know. I liked his little cameo in the third one. I know. Poor Randy. And little Heather Matarazzo oh, as his sister. She's so freaking cute. How adorable was that? Because it was like it made sense. I love that yeah, Sydney's like, can't you tell? Like Randy's sister. It made perfect <laughs> sense. It made perfect sense. And I just like rewind for a minute back to Scream 3. Mm-hmm. I've been doing I, it this whole segment. So Well, I mean, and I'm just thinking about like how like the Weinsteins were very involved in the Scream franchise. Mm-hmm. And how three is basically about like shitty producers, men, yeah, being shitty to women. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Yeah, was someone trying to tell us something? Maybe. Just saying. It feels very, I don't know, intense. Yeah, I was reading an article fairly recently about Skeet Ulrich. Or uh, with Skeet Ulrich, where he was talking about how he knew shiesty shit was going on. Really? For Scream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <sighs> Rose McGowan, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, well, happened yeah, to her. Totally. totally. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Shitty fucking people, man. So shitty. So shitty. <sighs> so gross. Totally gross. Dude. To lighten it up, I need to talk about Lauren Graham because as everyone knows, I'm a huge Gilmore Girls fan. Yes. And Lauren Graham was originally going to be Jill's mom. Oh, but instead it was the lady from Grey's Anatomy. No. Bummer. She dropped out two weeks before filming. I'm not I'm not bummed about it to be honest. I am. Because I love Lauren she Graham, been a but she scene is Laura like Gilmore. Yeah, she would have been a scene stealer. And the other the That's woman That's too minor of a character for her. Well, also the woman like that they cast whose name I don't remember, but I know she's in Grey's Anatomy, literally looks like she could have been Maureen's sister. Sure. 
I think Lauren Graham could have too. I don't, I think she's, I don't know. Too pretty. Yeah. Yeah. She's really pretty. She's such a babe. I know. Super babe. <sighs> all right. I don't think I have anything else to say. I liked all of these movies. Same. I want to rewatch them all every year now. I might, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> this was the most fun I've had rewatching a franchise. Me too. Better Actually, than Insidious, better than Paranormal Activity. The only one it might not be better than is Nightmare on Elm Street. I was and that's just going to say I that. I fucking love Nightmare on Elm Street so much. And it's so entertaining to watch those back yes. to back. It's Wes Craven, man. He just saying. He gets it. He gets it. He gets all of it. All right. I guess that's all I have to say about that. That's all that I have to say about that, too, probably. All right. Well, we're going to have Halloween coming up. It's our last episode before Halloween. Oh, my goodness. Or before our Halloween episode, I should say. We're doing our Patreon party on Sunday. Woo! Probably before this airs, but I'm excited about that. And yeah, do you want to announce what we're covering next week? Because I'm really excited about it. I do. I do want to announce it. <laughs> Are you not prepared? So you're kind of like buff buffing, buffing no, up? No, I'm so prepared Buffer. because Why I kind I of forgot. Because we're Mercury again, Carly. You, guys, those planets, they don't mess God around. Damn it. Okay, so we have a very special Halloween episode planned. <laughs> it is not one, not hmm. two. Nope. But three movies. Three entire movies. Are you ready for this? Because I don't know I'm if you're ready. ready for this. I'm I ready. I don't know if the people at home are ready, but I am ready. Number one, Tara Norman. <laughs> Were we numbering them? <laughs> well, I mean, you can watch these in any order that you'd like. <laughs> but the first movie that we'll be covering is Paranorman, which is streaming on Netflix. Yes. The second movie, Frank and Weenie, which you can find on Disney+. Plus. Yes. And the third movie, last but certainly not least, is Monster House, which you so can excited find on House. Fubo. Fubo. So. Really excited to rewatch all of these. It's been, I don't think I've actually seen Frankenweenie. You haven't seen Frankenweenie? No. I'm always. Have you seen Monster House? I have. Really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know very many people who have actually seen Monster House. I saw Monster House because I remember thinking that the main character reminded me of my brother. <laughs> So obviously okay. I had to watch it. Um, okay. Frank and Meanie, I just don't think I did because I was like, it's got a dog in it. I'm going to cry. So I didn't see that. I've seen all three of these in theaters. That's exciting. I saw Monster House in theaters. Ah, I think the only one of these that I've seen multiple times is Paranorman, though. I only saw it once. I'm excited to revisit. It's going to be great. All We're doing animated movies for Halloween. Yay. It's going to be so fun, guys. I'm very excited. Very excited. All right. Well, that'll be the, that'll be great. Join yeah. us for our Halloween episode next week. Woo. Is there anything else you want to discuss, Carly? Not really. I got nothing. No. no. Not super lively over here. No. All right. Yeah, me neither. I don't have anything to say. Cool. Well, oh, you know what? I did watch Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, I still have two episodes. Really? I haven't made any progress since the last time we no. spoke about it. I watched it pretty quick. I watched the first seven episodes really fast. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. I think yeah. it was like not the weekend anymore and I had other movies to watch so I could keep up <laughs> sure. with, with 31 Days of Halloween. 
which gotcha. I've been doing. This is like girl. I think like this is going to be the first year that I do it. Wow. I'm really excited, guys. I always start with like 10 days. You still got 10 days. You still got 10 days. I don't knock on wood, please. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly haven't been doing that. I can do it. But I have been watching a lot of horror stuff. Well, that's a lot of Halloween stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm not doing like a full movie every day, but I'm definitely doing a lot. And we're doing, um, horror movie nights once a week at our house we have a little outdoor patio with like a setup with a projector and projector screen and whatever so we've been having people over on like weekend nights and just watching a couple movies a night so last night or last week we watched demons and um um the evil dead remake which i hadn't seen since the theater I don't think I've seen that since the theater either. I'm surprised we've never done that. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to do it sometime. Although I will say, not as good as I remembered it. Oh, thank you. I didn't really like it that much. And everybody thinks I'm crazy. It's the special effects are fantastic. I remember the liking the special effects. The story is awful. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm. I feel weird, a weird sense of validation. <laughs> but I think I think a lot of I think especially if you saw it in the theater, the whole story thing could be could feel irrelevant because the special effects are so fucking good. Like they're so good. Oh yeah, I th- I remember like, thinking that everyone like, the watching gore... it was like, holy shit, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> and you're like, fuck yeah, and then you're like, but and the I was story's like, not very strong <laughs> story, and I kept getting mad at like the things the characters were doing. I was like, what are you a fucking moron? I love that. There is really stupid characters in that movie. Like, seriously stupid. I love watching movies where I'm just like, nope, that's so stupid. And that I get is like, stupid. <laughs> get, like, really angry at it. Yep. Yep. I'm like, why would you even? No. Yep. She's not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> this week for our patio movie night, we're watching uh, Monster Squad Ooh. and um, Hereditary. Oh my god! I watched Hereditary recently, and oh, it yeah. was—it gives that movie gives me chills, man. Yeah, it's fucking scary. It's so scary. <laughs> fucking Ari Aster. Oh, I fucking mess love around. it. What a champion well, I, that man is. I can't wait till I get my Hereditary T-shirt from from um Studio House. Studio House. Thank Same. You. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I want it. I want mine. I have oh one from Graveyard Goods, but I want my other one also. Did that? I got like the blue tie-dyed one from Studio House, and it is oh, it's so awesome. good. Oh my god, I got Studio that one House too. Is the best. We're gonna be twins. I'm so excited about it. Me too. I bought like three <laughs> midsummer shirts, dude. I you were they all midsummer shirts? Yeah. So I told. Why did you I, buy three of the same shirt? I told you. I had a panic moment, guys. But you didn't tell me on the podcast, Carly. God damn it. That's this is true. for entertainment purposes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't tell you. You're Let an me. actress. Fucking buy into it already. <laughs> guys, I'm an idiot. And I panic purchased <laughs> three midsummer shirts. Panic purchase. Because I, whenever Graveyard Goods and Studio House releases their designs they always well not always but they usually have one design that is limited to 100 or 150 uh shirts or whatever and so they had a long sleeve tie-dye 
beautiful rainbow sherbet colored <laughs> midsummer shirt that I wanted and they only had a hundred of them and I like went onto the site literally the second they came out added that baby to my thing I got another one in another beautiful a short sleeve shirt in a rainbow beautiful tie-dye the uh, blue tie-dye hereditary one and then it was like buy three get one free and I was like oh maybe I'll buy a VHS shirt and then all the ones I was clicking on were sold out and then I was like this is taking too long this is taking too long and I just like I panic added something to my cart Ooh, I'm freaking out I panic added the blue midsummer shirt to my cart and I checked out and then I was like I just fucking bought three midsummer shirts (laughs) What just happened? <laughs> well, Midsummer's really good. It is, and they are really pretty. The the design is amazing, but I already have a poster of it. So now it's weird because I have a shirt of a poster that I have on my wall. That's okay. You can just be super twinsies with your house. I guess. I just match my 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 office. I don't see the problem. Just weird. Um it's so meta. Is that what the kids are saying these days? It's not I know. Meta. It's not at all. Really. Um, but I <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i bought the midsummer you know it's funny i was talking to luke rodriguez of modern horrors fame juke. uh juke luke the juke about this um because he i showed him my poster picture of my poster and he's like oh my god i want the midsummer shirt like that and i was like well i think they're re-releasing it soon he's like how do i know when and i told him to sign up for the text messages or whatever and then when i got the text message i like quickly posted and sent him a message was like hey hurry up go buy your midsummer shirt now and he said the same thing like he didn't even see any of the other midsummer shirts he just clicked on the first midsummer (laughs) shirt that came up and bought it because he was so afraid he wasn't gonna get it see the panic is real the panic purchase the long sleeve he got like the long sleeve pink tie-dyed one i think oh my god i got the short i don't buy i don't do like the long sleeve t-shirt thing I love them. I, I know, but my arms are really short. So it's like they're always way too long. But I like not. that. I always buy them too big so I can so I can pull them down over my hands. Mm-hmm. If I'm not wearing short sleeve shirts, I like pulling the things over my hands. I don't I'm know. I'm big on like sweaters and sweatshirts. I don't really wear like do the long sleeve shirt thing. This is a new year for me that I'm doing All them. Right. I've never okay. done them before. But then right. I found Graveyard Goods and like they're – coolest designs were long sleeve and so i was well, like maybe i'll try it maybe I, next time i was like i'm not gonna not get the mint long sleeve midsummer shirt and so <laughs> and then i was like these are awesome and so now i just keep buying them and i have too many right. i have no, too many amy it's a problem well, you live in la it's very hot most oh of the God. time and like get cold already because i have like 20 shirts that i want to wear and i can't wear them yet because it's hot yeah it's frustrating yeah yeah I'm really excited about the VHS shirt I got from there because it has Frankenhooker on it. I'm just really excited about it. It's so cool. Uh, all right. Sorry. We're talking about horror t-shirts. <laughs> hey. Let us know what your favorite horror t-shirts are and your favorite horror t-shirt vendors are. Do you have a company like, that you like? Dude. Send it to we're me. Down. Yeah, we're down to here. There's so many. There's I want to so throw many my money ones. at them. <laughs> My favorites are Carly's favorites because those are the only ones I know about because those are the ones she tells me about. They're so good. To be honest, the only like, there's a lot of really good ones, but I'm not always really into horror designs, horror t-shirt designs, because I think a lot of times they're a little like gruesome. And I don't really want to wear a gruesome yeah. like horror t-shirt just because, uh, 
you know, I don't know. I'm not. No, that's totally why. um, I'm a woman and it's weird. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) An adult woman walking around the grocery store. My friend Uh, was like, oh, like, look at the studio house exorcist shirt. Like, I just bought it. And I was like, yeah, I really like it. But as a Jew, I feel weird wearing crosses. (laughs) So I had to pass on that one. I mean, I, and honestly, like, do you, whatever you like, guys, I'm just saying, like, for me, I feel weird about it. Oh, yeah, um, I don't think it's weird on other people. It's I just saw like other me. people doing it. I'd be like, rock on. That's amazing. Yeah. But like, just it, for me and my style, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> I, it's so funny because I never judge anybody else when I'm like, oh, no. that's, a, that's a cool shirt. And then yes. I'm like, I'm, I'm so self-conscious. Are they yes. looking at me? I went to Target yeah. in my witch shirt today. It's got like a naked woman on the front. And I like kept on holding my hands in front of my shirt because I was so paranoid about like walking by a child. Oh, we are and so And it's like similar. a shadow. It's like a yeah. shadow. It's not even like an actual naked woman. But like, I know what it is. <laughs> I have. Well, and I got that trick or treat shirt. And it's like a kitty. Like Sam is like a little baby Sam. With like razor blades and pills dancing around him in very cutesy fashion <laughs> it's like the cutesiest version of trick-or-treat ever uh it's done by a tattoo artist in vegas it's he has so this like he does all these designs that are like spooky but also kind of cutesy disney style um and so i bought his his trick-or-treat shirt because i love that design and you know i put it on and i'm like i look like a child i am a- <laughs> 30-something-year-old woman, and I'm dressed like a 12-year-old. These are my Hot Topic days. <laughs> Actually, um, Hot Topic has some pretty sweet designs. My friend Dude. just bought an Invisible Man shirt and something uh-huh. else, and it's, like, really cool. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm jealous of his shirts. I mean, I'm, I'm totally into it. Oh, it's, a, I mean, that that shirt's adorable. I like all the horror shirts. I'm just saying, there's just some I'm more inclined to wear because I feel like they're more... My style. Me. Yeah. Yeah, more my style. No, I yeah. totally get what you're saying. Yeah. All right. I feel like we just talked a lot about shirts. <laughs> hey, it's part of the, it's part of the thing. <laughs> the thing. It's a horror thing. I don't know what Mercury I'm saying. Mercury in retrograde. Words are hard right now. Yes. So join us next week with Paranorman, Frank and Weenie, and Monster House discussions. Until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. 